Wrestling's got old, I'm wondering why There is no crowd at all They try to pump up empty seats again We don't like that at all And even if we could, yeah, that'd be great But creative hit a wall And Cole reminds me that it's not so bad It's not so bad No crowd Monday night wrestling was playing Corona's driving me insane I miss the crowd and all the shit they'd say You say you suck again But even if they're there they'll all imply That Roman is the guy And that annoys me because Roman's bad He is so bad But Jericho! I wanna thank you for giving me the best wrestling of my life Naya Jax, I hate you The worst thing in wrestling of my life Hey folks, this is the guy Chad You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Potomac and more to come You can catch us every Wednesday Follow us on Facebook or Twitter Stay healed, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. It's people's host, Leland, with me tonight, the guy, Chad. What's up, brother? Hi, brother. It is undoubtedly the best episode we've ever recorded. It's going to be special tonight, undoubtedly. Your hands are not small tonight either. I can see on the camera, good-looking hands. The dog cast father himself, styling, profiling, got his derby on tonight. Josh, my man. What's up, brother? Uh, Leland? Uh, yes? Thank you for uh, having me on the show. <laughs> I uh, believe that uh, today we are going to have a uh, great show for everyone. Very good, Obama. That was good. Thanks. Excellent. Maybe I should do like a Sarah Palin. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, Try it for you, you betcha. Nah, oh, damn it. That was spot on. Excellent. <laughs> you Excellent. betcha. I can't see Russia from my house. I can. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that, pal. You know what they all three have in common? They're What's lying that? politicians. <laughs> I am not going to waste my precious airtime. On politicians. We got too much wrestling to talk about tonight, guys. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Um, good. I really enjoyed this weekend. Um, I got to, there was some nice weather out here in Wisconsin, and I got to enjoy a little bit of the dog cast. I heard the dog cast father himself and his girlfriend talk a little murder this weekend. Is there a serial killer on the loose out there where you're living, big dog? She seems to think so. She believes that there is oh potentially one. Snapdragon like that bitch. in Roseburg or what? I don't know. I mean, for so, okay, this is going to sound like something out of a movie, but recently we had a Chinese massage parlor, okay, that people would like joke around and say, oh, they give you happy ending at the end. Well, turns out they were actually doing that, and then turns out that was actually a sex trafficking ring. That's hot. So, uh, people were like coming up missing, so she thinks that there's a murderer on the loose. Are they still open, by the way? Uh, yeah, but it's all like discounted. 
Okay. <laughs> they're not. They're, Ooh, discounted heavy. They're not <laughs> discount double check. <laughs> discount. The, oh, that's a that's a good discount. Double check, don't you know? Hey, don't you know? Hey, hey, Rogers. Hey, hey Rogers. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, Dogcast is really kicking off, man. I'm proud of you. It's um, I we're expanding our universe, and uh, here soon. I and I don't tease too much, but we we got another expansion coming up in the uh, the old Scarecast world. Are you pumped for this, Chad? I am. I've been getting pretty excited for it. I'm just gathering material now. We're we're we got our Facebook page going. I'm gonna get a Twitter page pretty soon. Um, I'm gonna have a co-host. It's gonna be a whole thing. We're gonna talk paranormal. Um, I'm kind of hoping we can do like a crossover one of these days where all three shows can just combine forces and we'll just be a powerhouse of podcasting and everybody better watch the fuck out because we're coming. Uh, we coming uh, to take over the podcast world. Uh, yeah. Well, I know wrestling has been interesting lately. Uh, we've had we've had some wrestling, some no crowd okay. That's what you wrestling. Call it. I mean... I don't know. I mean, let's let's start with the first of the week. Let's start with Raw. J- J- Chad, what's what's your thoughts on Raw this week? I will. I'm going to give you my immediate. I am starting to get over on Drew McIntyre. He is looking like the way they're portraying his character right now on Raw. He is looking dominant. He's looking pretty good, man. Like he just mopped the floor with Angel Garza this week. It, it looked amazing. I mean, uh, it just he, he's 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 definitely. He's definitely that company's champion right now. You know, it's I'm, I, I'm pretty proud to say that I know uh, that Raw uh, was something that I enjoyed watching this week. I'm proud to say it. I know that in the past we've been like fuck Raw, but I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Raw this week. Yeah, it, it was a good. It was a good. It was good. Uh, but the only thing I will say, and Josh, I think you can agree with me. There was some downsides to this, and Nia Jax oh is going to end up murdering somebody in that ring, man. Dude, Nia Jax is by far one of the worst wrestlers to ever wrestle. <laughs> Seriously. She goes out there. Yeah, she's rough, the man. She's rough. Dude, she is overly rough. She And she plays this persona like, oh, yeah, I'm a Billy Badass fucking breaking necks after this last time she was out there. I mean, Do you know what the difference between AJ Lee and Nia Jax what? is? About 800 pounds. AJ Lee can wrestle. AJ Lee can and, and the way she yeah. threw no, she's good too. Kyrie Zane into the fucking turnbuckle. Oh my god! I thought I thought she was done. I thought her career was over. When I saw that throw, that was the biggest botch move I'd ever seen. I thought Kyrie Zane's career was done. She got up. The match continued. I was like, thank God, because I I would hate to see that. Oh my god! The referee went over to her and she was like, uh, you all right? <laughs> god. It was so bad. It's the biggest botch and shit. You know, this so is on bad. this is on the heels of two big pieces of news that came out in WWE this week. Uh, one is your twenty four seven chap champ, Rob Grankowski. He's uh, he's going back to football. He's joined up his buddy old Tom Brady down in Tampa Bay. Yep. yep. So what about his WWE contract? Thankfully, not going to happen. He say he was going to defend that belt still. Or what's going to happen with that? Uh, he, I mean, he's not saying that he's he's saying like he's going to do both. Mm, I don't know how he can do that. No, but good luck. There's no way. There's no way. He's There's just no getting way. ready to run a, a a fucking play out of nowhere. He <laughs> <laughs> got fucking our truth running on the football field, <laughs> going for a tackle. And that's the running joke about Jeez. it. That's the running joke about it right there is what is, is he going to be, you know, on the sidelines and all of a sudden the, the 24-7 championship is being pinned for. 
Uh, oh pin, I mean, pinfall counts everywhere in the twenty four seven title. I mean, so he's gonna have to he's gonna have to figure this out. He's gonna have to prioritize his life. Yeah, is that gonna happen in Jacksonville, right in front of Tony Khan? Oh I yeah. So I don't yeah, think so. he's gonna come out wearing the title, and yeah, I I don't know. I mean, but football, what are they gonna do? They may they may have no crowds as well. It's it's kind of looking like the uh, the whole year is getting a little shot when it comes to entertainment. So much to say that uh, Vince McMahon just recently came out and said that the WWE, all three brands, will not have a live crowd for the remainder of 2020. So 2021 will be the next time we see a WWE event with a live crowd. Wow, I don't know how they're going to sustain that. I, and I don't, I don't mean to sit here and sound all doom and gloom and W. And the WWE is going out of business and um, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that. I think they have a, a pocket full of wealth that's going to sustain business. But or do um, you think they have a pocket full of sunshine? No, they do not have a pocket full of sunshine. I've got a pocket, no got a pocket full of sunshine. I gotta know, gotta know that it's all mine. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't feel it. I mean, what do you, what do you guys think this is going to do to the WWE? Do you think now they're in second place? Absolutely. If I know. may, I have to say that. Um... Wrestling is not the same without the crowd. It is really, really hard to watch. The only yep. reason I'm still watching wrestling right now is because my belief system is at some point the crowds are going to come back and that everything is going to return to normal for WWE and, and wrestling in general. And that's why I'm watching, because I want to stay on top of the storylines, uh, stay on top mm-hmm. of our show. Um, but... The problem is without if if he goes till twenty twenty one, that's going to kill it for me. Like me myself as a fan, it's going to be really difficult. Like I just. But what is it that's killing it for you? What what is it that would destroy your WWE watching experience? uh, It's not entertaining as it is, and AEW's proving that. AEW's Mm -hmm. finding ways to entertain the the fans without needing the crowd. They're putting their guys out next to the ring, you know, um, hyping up the 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 matches. They've got. Those promos that Cody is cutting week after week, just killing yep. it. Um, yep. It's entertaining and it's engaging. I I watch WWE on Hulu. Yeah, and it's it's the it's the ninety my, it's the ninety minute condensed version of it. And I'm still fast forwarding. Like, come on, let's get through this. Let's get through this. Let's get through this promo. Let's get through this match. Let me see the end of this one. Let's rewind it. Come back. Watch. You know, I don't watch the entire thing all the way through. But sure. AEW, for whatever reason, <clears throat> and I get the same mindset. I'm thinking I'm just going to fast forward to the good shit. AEW, I'm engaged the entire time. I don't fast forward. I know I stick the entire thing out without realizing it. I don't. I just watch. They engage me. And they don't even have a crowd, and they're pulling it off. WWE isn't doing that. And if Vince thinks he's going to get away with it till 2021, this is just my opinion, guys, so you guys can feel differently. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. Well, no, I think W, I think AEW is in a great spot right now because they do have an entertaining show. Um, with all the things you just listed, add on top of there the um, the video production, the video style uh, uh, promos they're cutting, just the stuff that Darby Allen's doing. I mean, he's been no, he's been uh, uh, quoted in saying, aside of wrestling, his second love, I guess you could say is videography and making movies and that kind of stuff. Man, they just they just gave him a production crew and a camera and said, go have fun. And look at these promos he's cutting. Uh, it's extremely entertaining. And, I, and I'm, I'm the same way. I turn on AEW, and the only time I'm hitting fast forward is through the commercials. I turn on Raw or SmackDown, and, and it's, it's just a, such a visible difference. It's so hard to watch. It's so hard to watch. And 
What do you guys think? I posted it on Facebook. What do you guys think of the new TNT title? Ugh. You don't like it? No, not really. I really don't. Why? It just doesn't look very good to me. I mean, it kind of seems like, to me, it looks like the European Championship. I like the European Championship. I don't really I like, like the belt. It's kind of got an old school feel look to it. Yeah, it feels right. very classic to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like I it. Don't know, I don't know. I really like it. I like the direction they're going. This uh, tournament is really, really awesome. Who who are you guys pulling for to, to end up at, with the first run of the TNT title? Hmm. I'm kind of going for um, Dustin, believe it or not. Yeah, no, me too. Me too, I'm he's the got, same boat. He's got that whole, like, I'm 50 years old. Like, did you hear the phone call he had with his brother? Like, that yeah. the ending promo for AEW. It was like, you know, how much it would make me proud to wear this belt. I feel like I feel like it's going to come down to him and Cody. Brother versus brother. Both want to be champion. Cody just lost to um, Chris Jericho to the belt. You know, saying he'd never go for that title again. Now he's trying to make a run for this title. Now he's got to do that against his brother. How even without a crowd, that's got a lot of emotion behind it. There's a lot of build yeah. there. Um, it's a shame that MJF isn't a part of this, but it, it's it's good. It's good stuff. I think MJF is going to be the first one to challenge that. Uh, the for, be the first challenger for that belt. You think so? Yeah, with the direction it's going, because I mean. He already had his match with Cody, so let's say Dustin actually, you know, is the first uh, first holder of that belt. I could see MJF coming out saying, "Hey, I've I've already whooped Cody's ass, so it's time to it's time to take on Dustin." Do you think that uh, this belt's going to be like their version of Intercontinental Championship, or do you think it's going to be more yeah. like the twenty four seven belt? No, no, no. It's a mid card belt. It's going to be belt. held just like the the IC belt. Gotcha. Or just like the. Uh, European title, or just like the TV title, or the cruiserweight title, it's it's going to be their mid card, their workers belt. And you can yeah, see, you can I see can by see watching that. this tournament, these are workers. These are the these are the guys, uh, you know, going after that after that title. What was, yeah, what, was what were your comments, Chad? Do you think this will turn into like a career match every time for for Dustin to defend that title? I'll defend this title, or I if I lose, then I'm out. I'll retire. That type of thing. Retirement match after retirement match. Do you think it'll just have that kind of emotion behind each match with this belt now? I could see that because he's getting at that point in his career where he has to start thinking about that. Not to say he's slowing down in the ring. I mean, he, he keeps up. He looks good. That destroyer uh, looks amazing. He's man, I, I think I think this could be physically the uh, the best run he's had in his career. You think so? So putting that title... Yeah, I do. I, I just... I go back and I watch some of that stuff with you know him as Gold, Gold Dust. Dust and the Gold Dust character never did anything for me. I I, I don't know maybe I'm close minded or something. I don't know. I still it feel like I didn't it's like the same it. I couldn't character. get behind it. Slightly just without the uh, without the the sexuality. Right. I, I feel like it's just the same character. I mean, if he really wanted to reinvent himself, then why the fuck go back out there with the same face paint and the same outfit on? Haha. <laughs> Before I was gold and black, but now. I'm red and black. Oh, okay, just like the N- NWO went from white and black to red uh, and black. He kind of got rid of that weird like thing, and you know where he's making those noises. Um, I don't know. I kind of ver- prefer this version myself, Josh. Just to me, and I, and I'm, and you got to also keep in mind this was a new generation era character that he was trying to pull off with Gold Dust. It was lame as fuck. Let's just let's just put it out there. Gold Dust. No, it was. was. Lame as fuck. I think the red and black is a uh, a. A snub, I guess you could say, to the WWE and Vince McMahon. 
because he is coming out as the character that Vince McMahon created of Goldust, right? Something that resembles that, but now he's doing it in red and black. And don't forget, he debuted that face paint and that, and that look, um, what was it, Double or Nothing in 2019 when he fought Cody. Um, yeah. And that was also the same program where Cody came out for that match and crushed the throne. So it was already symbolic. Cody was coming out crushing Triple H's throne to kind of kind of throw the big fuck you up there. Right. Um, why wouldn't Dustin do the same thing? Like, hey, you guys, you guys had me, uh, you know, balagatting around in a wig and 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 having my sexuality confused for about ten years there. Um, so fuck you. Here it is. I'm going to take your character. I'm going to change it into, to what I want. And I'm going to get over. And I think he has. I, I've I've enjoyed it. I, um, I think he's I think he's on a good run, and I would love to see him cap that off with the title. Now, to get back to your original question, he has to start thinking about those kind of gimmicky matches, the retirement style matches, and and I think that could really make a lot of guys. You take some young talent on this roster and put them put them in a match in that kind of scenario with a Dustin Rhodes that has you know lineage going back to the Attitude Era, uh, that could really get them over, you know, performed in the right way. So. Absolutely, man. I, I think I hope it's this, MJF. Yeah. I hope it's MJF puts him down and that's the end of his career right there. It just makes MJF more the asshole. I wanna see MJF battling for that belt, but I just I feel like MJF is heavyweight championship caliber right now. Oh absolutely. Um, absolutely. He needs he needs to get in um he needs to get in John Moxley's face and make it happen. Yeah, I agree. But I love the direction they're going. I love this mid-card stuff. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out, and I, I was kind of getting on the lines of it with a with the conversation earlier, but you know, some of the <clears throat> the promos they're doing. Did you see that promo that they did for Scorpio Sky, where they're basically yeah. profiling him and who he is and his you know out of wrestling life that kind of thing? This yeah, is that the was um, good. this is like the third or fourth time they've done that now since we've been on this quarantine deal. And I think that's such a great idea is take some of this young talent that the hardcore wrestling fans, they know about them, but your casual wrestling fans, they may not know about these guys. They may not realize that they go back to the TNA days. So um, I really have never got into Scorpio Sky, but I really enjoyed that profile and it made me watch his match. So I thought I think they're, they're moving in the right direction. They're having a lot of uh, good progress. Now we have uh, Lance, Ar- Lance Archer, Brody Lee. Um, posted on our Facebook earlier in this week. Are these the are these the big guys we've been talking about? Are these the big guys that that AEW has been looking for? I know Josh was talking on that a lot. Josh, what do you think? I don't know if it's so much the big guys that they're looking for. I think it'll help. I think there's a lot of big guy opportunities from the people that got let go from the WWE. So I think there's a lot of opportunities to get a big guy. EC3 would, like would be great. Rusev would be great. Uh, not Luke Harper, but the other. So you're guy. not over on. You're not over on Lance Archer and uh, Brody Lee, then? No. Hmm. I don't Why? think I'm over on Brody Lee. Dude, Brody Lee has been a lower to mid card character for me ever since he was in NXT, and then he comes out with pretty much the same gimmick. I mean, you're. Uh, I don't know. It, exactly, Josh. You, you hit the nail. I feel like I'm watching Luke Harper. I'm not mm-hmm. feeling. I'm not seeing the difference between Brody Lee and Luke Harper at this point. No, like it's, no, and I think that I think the reason why we we feel like that is because he came out with the Wyatt family, and then he kind of changed up, and then he was a bludgeon brother, and then he came out and was doing his own thing. But they're all the same character, and then now he's the leader of the Dark Order. It's the same fucking character. It's the same character. Yep. You look the same. 
You come out dressed the same, except for now you wear a black cloak or whatever. Ooh, now it's raining. Ooh, <laughs> you're a great character now. Jeez. They need to get Rusev, and what they need to do is they need to turn him into a character like Taz or like Samoa Joe. He needs to be go over there and just be the Bulgarian brute like he used to be. Not the Rusev exactly. day, let's dance in the ring. Oh. Stupid. Yeah, totally agree. Stupid. So along those lines, we've had a lot of a lot of guys get uh, released from the WWE, and I don't feel like AEW should swoop in and, and, and grab them all up, which they're not. I haven't oh, I seen either. any new hirings at this point. Um, but with that said, who should they pick up? I mean, we got Rusev. I think we're all in agreement there. Rusev should show up in, in AEW. Um, let's say three other guys. Let's, let's take two or three other guys. Who would you put on there? Who would you put on the roster? Besides EC3, which I'm not totally over on i would love to see kurt angle come into aew to do something not necessarily wrestle but just do something just to see kurt mm-hmm. angle on tv would um, you like him in that coach's role like uh they have yeah, Arn anderson right now like Arn anderson something like that mm-hmm. uh i'd really love to see kurt angle come in there and, and do something you know um maybe the good brothers but I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I want to see those two guys in AEW. Maybe if those guys went to Impact or something like that, that'd be cool. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, those those guys were falling around AJ Styles for a while. I don't feel like they made a lot of big impact in WWE. Maybe they did, and I just wasn't paying attention to it, but I don't feel like they did. I just, I don't know if they could reinvent themselves on AEW at all. I feel like they just get buried. They've got enough talent on AEW with the tag team side. They're just not, they're not needed. Yeah. The OC. That's when you know Zack Ryder's basically begging yeah. for a job right now yeah absolutely i don't i just don't see zach Ryder going anywhere right I, no now. i don't want to i don't want him over there new i japan. you know i something like that <laughs> yes yes i think honestly i think it, new japan will actually grab him we'll definitely scoop him up and i think they're also going to scoop up the the club is probably their name they're going to go by but the oc yeah they'll probably go back to new japan wrestling listen if if, if they're going to pick up three three characters to wrestle here here's my thing they need to snag four people, okay? They need to snag um, Rusev, of course. Uh, they need to mm-hmm. snag EC3. Just because they need both of them to be bigger dudes for them. They just need, like, two more bigger guys that are believable bigger guys, okay? Then they need uh, Rockstar Spud. Uh, <laughs> is probably what he's going to end up going by. I can't remember his name for some reason, though. Uh, the dude that came up with the video that was, like, crying or whatever. Sorry, a little lost. I don't know. Oh, anyways, fucking. Are you talking? Are you talking about Drake Maverick? Yeah, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Oh, oh. Okay. He went by, Was that his indie name? Yeah, Rockstar Spud. Yeah. I didn't oh, know okay. he went by Rockstar Spud. To be yeah. honest, yeah, with I didn't know I that. Just know him as Drake Maverick. Well, I couldn't think of his damn name. I was like, who the fuck? Anyway, so Drake Maverick. Well, he's another one that's been like begging AEW as well. But I feel like he would come over as a good cruiserweight though. Or at least like a valet, like oh, he could he be like a TNA. valet. He was on something. Okay. But he was what Rockstar Spud under what, TNA? What they definitely need to do though is they need to bring Kurt Angle over so they have a face, and they need to have him in that GM role. Cody Rhodes needs to come well, out. He... Think about about this. He's the American badass, right? So what's more yeah, American yeah. than literally coming out with the American great wrestler and Kurt Angle? So you have the American badass. He goes, you know what? We need a GM that can keep things in line around here. Yada, yada. And then they pull him out. And he's already out. been a GM on TV. Yep. And right. then you pull him out and it's Kurt Angle. Comes out. The crowd like would fucking erupt. Okay. 
Hell yeah. And then what they would, would be, be great you if they come back. Right. And then what would be great is They'll if he back. came out with his own guy and it's EC3. Okay. So Drake Maverick. Now now I know who we're talking about. Uh, let me throw a curveball in there. I, I could see him coming over, um, but I wouldn't want him wrestling. I would want him. I, I think the, I think AEW needs a Jimmy Hart, um, a Jim Cornette, a Bobby Heenan. They need that obnoxious heel uh, manager that can just go out there and you know be obnoxious, get his ass kicked every now and then. I could see Drake really playing that role well. Leo Rush was doing that for Bobby Lashley, but it was executed improperly. Leo Rush yep. could be that. And he's sitting out there too, not doing shit. So you could pick up Leo Rush and have him be that obnoxious manager that can get in the ring and get his ass whooped once in a while. Um, but maybe maybe that's maybe that's not something Leo Rush wants to do, but he does play that obnoxious manager type pretty well. Well, and isn't the other side of it that it's a different ball game with AEW? The guys coming from from WWE, from the Raw rosters, SmackDown rosters, they are being told and fed what to do every minute of TV, right? Yeah. That's not happening in AEW. In AEW, you're given like a kind of a direction, but you as the performer are responsible for pushing the storyline, for calling the match, for feeling the match, for uh, calling the promos and doing that kind of stuff. So. You know, that's the other side of it is, is can all these guys that got released, are they capable of doing that in the ring? Or have they been, are they been with the WWE too long that they're almost tainted at this point? That would be interesting to know. And I think that's going to, I think that'll come to play. You know, because it's just, it's a, that's a great thing to put out. But look at these guys that started in AEW, that created AEW, you know, and and they go down the list. You got, you know, Kenny Omega, Dusty, Dustin Rhodes, the Young Bucks. These guys really, um, they had to earn their way on the indie market and up to the point of AEW, we're talking heights of New Japan and Ring of Honor, places where they had to create their characters and get their character over. So they came in creating a company that knew how to do that, uh, where in, in, in Raw and in SmackDown, they're not doing that at all. Right. How ridiculous, though. Can I present, can I counter that a little bit? How ridiculous, though, is WWE letting go of Rusev? It doesn't make any sense to me because then that means that Alana is eventually going to leave. There's, I mean, there's no it just way seems that. Seems so stupid to me. Like I cannot believe they let that talent go out the door. Yeah. Like, am I, am I the only one that feels that way? Like, if, if I'm, if I'm Vince and I've, I'm looking at this well over human being that like everybody loves Rusev. He had an opportunity to turn this guy into a, a WWE champion and didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was chanting Rusev Day at the top of their lungs at every arena, at every pay-per-view, at every Raw, Oh, that was SmackDown, completely over. Completely everywhere. over. Everywhere. Didn't do anything with it. Sat on it. And then let him go. Like, that just proves to me what they really felt for Rusev. I hope for Rusev's sake, and I know he's probably not listening, but if he is, Rusev, <laughs> don't ever fucking go back to WWE, man. Like they, 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 they pissed on you. They mistreated you. You were the the hottest thing they had, and they were like, "Oh, well, we can let him go. He's he's replaceable." Then he, he mm-hmm. leaves, and then sends them a check for twenty thousand dollars to help. He's like, "Here, buddy, if you, you guys don't have enough money to keep everybody on, let me try to help you out." <laughs> <laughs> so glorious that he did that. I would like that, man. It, it's going to be really interesting to see how the rest of this year plays out. I mean, if that's the most intriguing storyline, I guess, in wrestling right now, it's 
It is. It's it's what is going to happen. Is, is the WWE going to be able to sustain, which uh, financially I believe they will be. Um, Vince McMahon's a smart guy. He, there's no way he's going to make an announcement like we are not doing live events for the rest of the year if he knew that he financially couldn't sustain that. However, talent-wise, what is it going to do to the show? Are the people going to be eager to jump into an arena to see AEW at the end of the year? Or let's say January 21? Are they going to be more eager to get in an AEW arena or a WWE arena? That's the question. That's the storyline. And it remains to be seen. But uh, tonight's been a good night, guys. And I I love talking AEW. I love talking uh, what's going on in the world of wrestling. Fun night. Yeah, absolutely. Any any parting words, my friends? Man, whether you're heel or baby. No, sorry. (laughs) You can't do that. (laughs) Stay classy, my dudes. Oh, dang it. Stay classy. Absolutely. Check us out uh, as we expand with Dogcast, Here to Come Scarecast. And uh, whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, you do you, baby. Bye.